0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Asian Americans. Happy March. We are on episode 101. And it's crazy to think that we we got to 100 in a year. I've been given a lot of thought, and I'm sure you're aware by now uh, from our previous episode, we're going to change things up a little bit here on the show. And so for the next year, um, we're going to bring in guest hosts to share with you their version of Asian America and bringing their friends and their guests to reflect their part and their perspective of what Asian America means to them. So March is an amazing month as we celebrate all the women in our lives as it is Women's History Month. And so to help us uh, share that part of Asian America, I've invited my friend Tiffany Huang, uh, one of the four co-hosts and one of the three T's of TikToks to help us share that. So Tiff, welcome to the Asian Americans.
1: Thank you, thanks for having me on.
0: I'm really grateful that you're able to join us for for this part. Um, you know what, what's really been uh, introspective for me over the last year is that as as a uh, a straight Korean dude um, who immigrated here or whose family immigrated here by choice, my experience is not everybody's. And so in a in, in a humble effort to try to broaden what Asian America means for more people. Um, you know, uh, I I want to do this and I'm so grateful that you said yes. Um, And and so I want to learn a little bit about you today, uh, share with us a little bit about you, um, your personal professional journey and sort of your storytelling journey um, over the last year or so. And then we'll get to learn about uh, who we can expect to hear for the rest of March. So uh, tell us about Tiffany.
1: Awesome. Well, I'm first and foremost, a wife and a mom of two. Um, I'm a Chinese American and my parents both actually immigrated here from Hong Kong by way of China. Their parents came from China. And I have spent the last 16 years on the corporate side of the retail industry. Um, I think, you know, we met each other, obviously, through my more recent journey in podcasting, which I believe if I look back and think about it, it's really been probably two years in the making. Um I tell this story sometimes where at the, at the beginning of 2019, I thought about all the things that I wanted to do, and I put them down on a piece of paper. You know, everybody's doing their New Year's resolutions. And then I got to 2020, and I looked back at it, and I didn't do any of it. <laughs> I didn't do a damn thing on that sheet. Um, and, and much of it is encompassed in what we do on the podcast now. We talk about mental health. We talk about the Asian-American experience. We talk about how we can give back. Um, We talk about how we can empower. Um, And a lot of that was, was quite frankly, what was on my sheet. And 2020 was the year to make it happen. And, you know, COVID happened, obviously. And we, from a work perspective, I got to work remote, which made things a little bit easier as well. Um, So I've been on this journey, I would say, I am late in my wokeness <laughs> about the social injustice and the racial injustice and all the inequity, just being so passionate about it. Like I knew that it existed obviously, but just there's a fire um, burning within me that's been stoked this past year. As I can imagine, is the same experience for many other um, individuals in, in the US. Um, and that's kind of where I am now. And I'm just, I'm really grateful that I was afforded this opportunity to help tell stories from a AAPI perspective, from a female AAPI perspective for Dear Asian Americans,
0: and on your other show with the uh, the show that you created with with your um, with your three uh, best friends from college, um, mm-hmm. what is the topic that you guys cover, and why is that so important?
1: So that list um, that I spoke about, um, part of it was. A big chunk of it was just the experience of Asian Americans, and at that time, um, I just wasn't plugged into the work world of networking, which um, podcasting has actually opened up for me. So I felt like, in a way, there wasn't um, platforms that existed, social like I just didn't know that this world existed, and I felt isolated in my own experience. I didn't feel like I had many people to talk about um, what I was feeling. And how I grew up and how it might have been different from the next person, but also the same, which we all understand within our community, um, there's a lot of similarities. So um, one day we were talking and I think it was like at a Super Bowl party, (laughs) We, we had all congregated and we were just talking about, dude, like there isn't anybody who's a working professional mom out there that's telling stories, having conversations, like who can we connect with that looks like us? Um, and that has the same experiences as us. So that's what it began as it was essentially just us chatting. And as we, you know, got further into it, it, it just took a life of its own. And it became a little bit more serious, a little bit more meaningful about what we were trying to do. Like, from a mission standpoint, we always wanted to connect with other women through the lens of our own experience. The vision was to create a community. But, you um, Along the way, I think we all became more interconnected with our own cultural identities, um, as well as the inequities that existed because we were women. So we actually have created spinoff um, series that um, are part of our podcast as well. Um, one is How She Built This, which is celebrating the journey of a female entrepreneur, the ups and the downs, Um, In some instances, they're moms, some instances they're not. But what is it like um, being a woman and going through that? And our most recent spinoff is really a tribute to our own cultural history, which is legacy stories. Um, And that's where we're just talking about our parents' stories, because you know, for me personally, like this is not something we sat around the table chatting about, like um, some of that is because there was trauma, right? You know, our parents don't want to relive these hard times. They were just trying to survive as well. So um, my grandma recently passed away earlier this year, and um, it sort of created that avenue for me to talk about some of this. And it was really personally meaningful to me. So I kicked off that series. Um, and next we have, um, Ticha, which is one of the Tiffany's and she talks about her father whose family won the lottery and they're from South America, but they are Asian. (laughs) And it's, it's a completely different spin on, on that experience that I had never heard before. So, um, it's really great. And and Issa comes from Guam, which is a matrilineal society, um, where, where women are are kind of the queens. It's not a patriarch, <laughs> and we can't wait to hear that story. So, you know, in essence, it's um, it's really about empowerment and lifting other women up um, and sharing our experience as Asian American women.
0: That's awesome. Um, so, I asked you a couple of weeks ago. I shared with you what I had planned um, for the show as as we were entering year two, and I asked you if you wanted to do this. What did you think about it? And what made you say yes?
1: I, um, first of all, I was very honored. (laughs) Second of all, I was a little bit shocked. (laughs) But I mean, how could I say no, I guess, you know, I actually have been on this personal journey, like I said, and um, I think I'm trying to find my own way as a 37-year-old woman to have an intersection of what I personally believe in um, also intersect with my professional life. So this opportunity actually came at a good time because I'm going to have time because I, um, <laughs> I'm i taking some time off work to kind of figure out how to make that intersection real life, I suppose, like so that I could live and breathe and feel good about what I do every day and that um, I suppose as a parent, that was probably one of the biggest um, pulls for me. And I think you can understand that. And in hearing and sharing your story, it's with everything going on in this world, um, how do we personally make an impact to make the world better for our children? And that's, I think, what I'm on the journey of doing. And I think this, in a way, um, is part of it.
0: That's all it is. Um, it's. I, I think people, you know, when, when you ask... Um, I don't want to say the average podcaster, but many podcasters out there, particularly parents, um, why you started storytelling, you know, um, you get a lot of different answers. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think the most important thing that we're doing is leaving a little bit of the present for our future generations to listen to. Um, cause our kids have no idea what we're thinking, what we're going through. No. Um, and it is my sincere goal, um, that my kids will one day, uh, when they find hours and hours and hours of free time to listen to all the stuff that we created together um, and to understand that this is what you know, uh, dad did, this is what mom did in, in 2020 and beyond, to leave a little bit of history for them because uh, the, the theme for everybody is, man, we wish we had this when we were younger. Um, Absolutely. And then let's get our kids started even earlier. Um, and, and so uh, share with us who, who's coming on the show this month. Um, why did you, and I guess, yeah, why, who, and and why, why them?
1: So we have three guests coming on uh, this month, which I'm super excited about. One is actually my sorority sister from college who also knows the tits. Um, and her name is Zareen Shah. She is, um, the only female South Asian news correspondent on network TV right now. And, That in itself is why it's so important. She is breaking molds. And I think she's creating an example of what is possible for all the little girls out there. And that's why it was important for me to bring her on. We actually, you know, we went to college together. We had a great relationship. But as life, you know, (laughs) happens, you kind of lose touch. But I interviewed her earlier this week and um, we had like probably an hour-long conversation after our hour-long conversation and it was just so nice to catch up with her and she um actually was an embed um on the campaign for Kamala Harris or Kamala Harris I'm sorry and she um just had this behind the curtain view of of the whole entire campaign and I think that that's just such an amazing story to tell so we have her on and then we have Lisa Tran from Tan Tan Sauces who um she her family is a refugee family from Vietnam. They're part of the boat people, and she has a family restaurant that her um, mother and mother and father founded over 20 years ago, called Tan Tan Cafe and Delicatessen, up in Beaverton, Oregon. <laughs> and in 2017, she spin off she spun off on her own to create sauces that are vegan and gluten free. Um, and they're all the Vietnamese sauces that you need, the chili oil, the hoisin sauce, the fish sauce. And um, she's just created this business off of it. That's like, you know, nearly five years old. And she did it as a mom of twins. <laughs> and I think, you know, for me personally, like I just love entrepreneurial stories because they are so inspiring and they tell you what's possible and what you can achieve when you, you get through the grit. Um, and sometimes there are ups and downs, but at the end of it, it's such an inspirational story that I just thought it would be a great one to share. And the last one is for me, um, just near and dear to my heart, um, mental health as um, an Asian American. I think, you know, we still have a lot of work to push through the stigmas of um, mental health crises and, and, you know, I personally went through mental health issues when I was younger, and I didn't even know what they were because we didn't talk about them. We didn't have resources for them. Um, and I I always just love to kind of highlight and spotlight them to destigmatize them. So Dr. Stephanie Wong is going to be coming on, and she is also a fellow podcast host, um, and her podcast is called Color of Success. So she's going to have a chat with us, which I'm looking forward to.
0: I love the guests. I was looking behind me. Uh I I, I, I bought a box of tan tan sauces and I think they're all in our fridge now. It's such a great story. And uh we we actually I met Lisa um in a clubhouse room Mm -hmm. and she shared her story and I was like, You sell sauces, let me go buy it. And then she's been so cool. She actually uh shout out to Lisa. Um she sent uh, candy for my kids in in the box with the sauces, yeah. Um (laughs) they were yeah, and it was around Valentine's Day, so it was you know uh I think it was, you know, anyway, the kids loved it. Uh, of course. <laughs> so, they think, so they think candy comes in every box that, uh, <laughs> that up, up, I gets. Um, and and Stephanie is such an integral part and is such an awesome member um, of our community in, in uh Asian podcast network. And, and just in general, where I think yeah. um, really to uh, not only talk about mental health um, very broadly, and then also to keep it, you know, top of mind for all of us. Uh, but, but do it from, because she, that's her profession. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, you know I, I think it's it's such a delicate thing that we need to talk about um there, there's so much especially what's going on now within our community just I yeah I you know it's almost the only thing that we can talk about um it's exhausting it's very laborious and uh tiring to talk about but again if, if we think about the things that I think it's two things one if we think about the uh the things that our parents went through for us to be here um these are not, not to make light of things that our people are suffering through but as a community um, we are dealing with um uh, not as survival related challenges mm-hmm. right so we, we have evolved as a community and so um you know survival from a community perspective um you know now, now we get to talk about things like mental health and then that's you know our, our parents and certainly our grandparents uh would have said what is that and And why do you want to talk about it? I I was just trying to put food on the table for you guys or, 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 you know, uh, run out of a country. And so we, while we realize that it also doesn't diminish why it is Mm -hmm. so important for us to continue to talk about it because you, you and me and everybody else who's a parent, like we're trying to raise kids in a universe that we don't know what it's going to be like, which is exactly what our parents did. Um, and, and so I'm, I'm really excited. I, I think, you know, um, March is women's history month. Um, and, you know, not every month has a, a theme or uh, an affinity group tied to it. But um, just to look ahead, uh, in, in April, actually, we're going to be really excited. We're, we're having um, Marva Shee, who is a uh, student at uh, NYU, uh, who is chairing the New York City Asian American Student Conference out there. Come, come and share. Uh, full disclosure, she interned for us during the summer, and uh, she's such an awesome human being. And I think it'd be really awesome to hear a different perspective. Um, in June, we're going to uh, hear from some of our friends in the LGBTQ community. Love in it. September, yeah, in September, I'd love to have some friends who are uh, both uh, Latinx and Asian and talk about their intercultural and um, uh, intersection uh, identities. November is Adoptee Awareness Month, and so we're going to have the Janchi boys come and then share a little bit of adoptee stories. And, um, and then we'll wrap up the year in February with uh, bringing on some friends who are both Black and Asian. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, because I think it's, it's important. And those things, um, I don't have the proper context to share. It's right. not my story to share, right? I don't know what it means to be anything else but a very privileged, straight Korean dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, uh, straight East Asian dudes get a lot of flack, rightfully so, for doing a lot of Asian American things and not being as inclusive as we should. What, what do you hope to achieve and, and what do you want listeners uh, who might be confused rightfully so like, Hey, Jerry, I thought <laughs> um, we're, we're going to learn all about Tiffany and now we're, we're switching things up. I just found you what's going on. Um, <laughs> but what do we want folks to have left March with after they listen to this one and the three that you're going to be the host for?
1: I think inspiration and hope and a feeling of, um, connectedness above all, I think. Um, I think that's the point of storytelling is is to get the story out there, number one, but to feel that togetherness as a community. So um, that would be one. And then when I say inspiration, I mean, Zareen is a great example. It's like we grew up um, for much of our lives not seeing people that look like us out there. And I think about my daughter, who's living in a time where, you know, the vice president is not only a woman, but someone of South Asian descent. And Zoreen is up there on, you know, Good Morning America and ABC News. And, you know, there's, there's proximity there that, that my daughter Tessa can understand. So it's, it's just road mapping to what's possible, I think. Um, and that's the thing.
0: Yeah, you know, and I really love that particular story because I think when we see um, somebody like Zareen who is in media but in a very public part of the media spectrum, they're not allowed to be themselves or talk Mm -hmm. about the things or, you know, they're, um, although they do share a lot of their own uh, point of view, they're generally there to report the news and they represent a large logo, which in essence Mm -hmm. is a large business interest. And so... I'm looking forward to really hearing her story because we see these people and their names are familiar and their faces are certainly familiar, but you know, to, to really have a little bit more of a genuine conversation. That's not a 90 second soundbite or, you know, a a segment on a morning show that is so perfectly and meticulously produced that you get the sense that it's, you know, um, it's a production. and, and all the issues that, you know, we want to bring up and then hear their stories, um, you know, just before we started recording, we we're just talking about empowerment and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you have a daughter, I have a daughter, like these are the things that, uh, and these are the stories that we want to highlight because look, like, you know, people are not their job titles, but you have somebody who's a globally recognized uh, media person. You have somebody who has taken the legacy of their family business and now, evolved that business into something uh, has created something even more awesome. And then now you have somebody in Stephanie who has made her life helping people through mental health um, concerns and be better healthier. And those three things aren't on the menu of things that our parents stereotypically tell us to do. Um, Neither neither is doing marketing for, you know, retail, neither is making podcasts for a living. And So representation is good it's a good start but i think for us to really uh inspire and empower our our children it is to get into the minds and the hearts of those people uh i I, for one tiffany i'm so grateful um you always say yes whenever i ask you crazy (laughs) ideas um and it is really uh, i I still remember the first time uh i forget who i connected with first and then uh said hey you know we'd love to chat about the podcast and i said sure let's do it and the next thing i know i'm on a five way zoom call um, somebody's <laughs> that was in the car <laughs> was it you somebody's in the no, car no i connected
1: with you yeah you somebody did? Okay. in the car <laughs>
0: somebody was in the car and i was like
1: teacher <laughs> how
0: was going to work uh, but y'all did it and then you know the pandemic hit and like everybody pivoted um, you know how do you have a four person hosted show that's really about the energy that comes from being in the same room um, and then to really leverage the platform to do other things uh sharing unique stories and, and to build community, um, I think that's awesome. And then I hope that, you know, uh, more people do it. And as you mentioned earlier, uh, the ability to work from home and to be flexible, uh, you know, in between meetings or lunch hours or whatever to, to, to do these passion projects. Um, that's part of the big reason why we've seen such an increase in our stories being told out there, because we physically don't have to worry about somebody yeah. looking over our shoulders during our downtime. And so I think it's wonderful. Um, Where where can people find Tiffany if they want to learn more about you and connect with you um, offline as we uh, enter uh, what we'll call Tiffany month here on the Asian Americans?
1: Uh, Probably Instagram is the easiest one. Um, I'm Tiffany underscore J underscore Huang, which is Um, H-W-A-N-G. That's where you can find me. I'm also at TikToks podcast, so you can find me there. Um, But yeah, that's it.
0: Awesome. So look her up there. Um, yeah, there's, uh, an embarrassingly old picture of your husband on here right now, which I think is pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> he
1: just turned 40.
0: That's <laughs> dope. Awesome. Congrats yeah. to him. And,
1: yeah.
0: um, yeah, learn, learn about her, learn about her life and, and really, um, l- let's celebrate all the women in our lives. Um, our, our moms, our sisters, our, uh, nieces, and most importantly, our daughters, um because yeah, I hope that even though we're going through some challenging times as a community that we're all doing our part to make sure that uh, they can grow up and, and truly thrive in a more equitable world uh, in a world that they can truly do whatever the hell they want. Um, and really to be inspired by people like you, Tiffany and our, our guests that are coming on for the month of March uh, to show them that you know you can be who you want and uh, you're gonna have a lot of, You know, aunties along the way to hold your hand and to show you the way and to, uh, you know, help bring each other along. So uh, I'm excited for March. Um, Some folks might be either really excited or confused. This is probably (laughs) one of our shortest episodes ever. Um, But we want, you know, we're going to do this at the top of every month to bring on our hosts for the month and get to know them a little bit and then to, uh, you know, learn from them what we have going on for the rest of the month. So, um, You know, uh, check out some of our earlier episodes. Uh, David Kim is a good one. If you're new to the show, Liz Kleinrock on 97 is a really good one. Um, And, you know, I encourage you to start your own storytelling. You don't have to start a whole podcast like Tiff and I did. But, you know, whether it is just writing on Instagram or writing on LinkedIn or Facebook, just share. Um, You don't know whose heart that's going to touch and um, lives will change. And uh, the first life that will change is yours because you will learn a lot about yourself and uh, what you prioritize and what you care about once you start verbalizing uh, the things that have been weighing on your mind. So, Tiff, thank you so much for saying yes. Thank you for being our March host. And we look forward to next week when we will meet our first guest, Zorin.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Jerry. Bye, everybody. Bye.